Report. Making streaming work for musicians. MU Deputy General Secretary Naomi Pohl introduces Keep Music Alive, a new joint campaign from the MU and the Ivers Academy that aims to ensure musicians receive fairer royalty rates from streaming services. In early May, we announced a new alliance with the Ivers Academy to campaign for a better deal on streaming. Since the COVID-19 lockdown took effect and the live music sector closed its doors until further notice, musicians have taken to Twitter to express their anger at unacceptably low per-stream royalty rates, and the lack of live income has thrown the problem into stark relief. Tom Gray from the band Gomez is a member of the Ivers Academy Songwriter Committee and is leading a grassroots campaign using the hashtag BrokenRecord. Tom's initial thread, explaining how royalty splits work and saying that the music industry has to change, the ways in which we make money are disappearing and the inequalities of the recorded music business are being severely exposed, received in excess of 6,000 likes. A watershed moment in the grassroots campaign came when Spotify announced its tip jar initiative, so fans could give directly to the artists they loved during the COVID-19 crisis. This was called out by many artists and in the press, see the Guardian article by Ben Bowman Thomas on the 23rd of April, as being ironic when their business model is begrudging and miserly towards creators. However, while there are calls for Spotify to charge more so they can pay fairly, which we support, the heart of the issue lies in the division of royalties once streaming platforms have paid out to rights holders. At present, Royalty splits are roughly 30% for the streaming platform, 10-15% to for the song shared between the songwriter and publisher, often an 80-20 split in the writer's favour, and 57% for the rights in the recording. While the share paid to the label generates royalties for featured artists, what they get varies hugely depending on their deal. Many artists receive less than 20%, and even then there may be a 10% deduction for breakage, an irrelevance when you're dealing with digital and not physical product, plus further deductions for manufacture and distribution. This is nothing short of scandalous and so obviously outdated that it's hard to fathom how the major labels are getting away with it. A fair deal. Labels will point to better deals that pay 50% to artists. However, while 50% deals may be offered to new artists or where independent labels take an ethical approach across the board, Many artists signed prior to the advent of streaming don't have sufficient bargaining power to renegotiate. Why would the majors agree to rewrite contracts at the expense of their massive profits? While most artists generate almost all of their income from touring and only a tiny fraction from streaming, a handful of newer artists signed to major labels like Drake and Ariana Grande make tens of millions from streaming annually. One possible way of addressing this issue would be for streaming royalties to be paid out on a user-centric basis. The current model means royalties go into one pot and are paid pro rata based on the number of overall streams. Under a user-centric model, your subscription fee would be divided among the tracks you listen to. According to Deezer, for example, this could result in a fairer share going to emerging heritage and niche artists. It certainly seems a fairer way of paying, and for this reason it may appeal to consumers as well as musicians. Push and pull One further aspect of the streaming debate 
has become known in the industry as push and pull. If you select a tractor stream, that's pull. If you select artist radio or a curated playlist, that's push. Tracks are pushed at you. We would argue that the push element is very much like traditional radio and should result in royalties being distributed via PPL. This would benefit session musicians, who currently receive no income from streaming, and featured artists who have either had bad deals or remain unrecouped. Our hashtag fixed streaming petition received 6,000 signatures in its first few days. We are calling on the government to review streaming in order to ensure that it's fairer for the whole music ecosystem. For example, if a select committee agrees to investigate, they will be able to demand sight of licensing deals that are currently covered by non-disclosure agreements. This would throw light into some murky corners of the business. New thinking. If we were to completely reimagine the streaming royalty pipeline, we could perhaps look at a 25% share for the platform, 25% for the song, 25% for the recording, split 50-50 with the artist, and the final 25% to go to PPL for distribution to the labels and performers, including the session musicians. However, getting this right would depend on both changing existing artists' existing contracts to 50-50 and persuading both platforms and labels to relinquish a portion of their income. It is difficult to envisage any of this happening without some form of government intervention or regulation. The IFPI Global Music Report for 2019 states that total revenues for the global recorded music market have grown by 8.2% to $20.2 billion. For the first time, streaming revenue accounted for more than half this figure. This was driven by a 24.1% increase in paid subscription streaming, with nearly all markets reporting growth in this area. There were 341 million users of paid streaming services at the end of 2019, up 33.5%. This is further fuel to the fire as far as artists are concerned. It must be possible for writers and performers to make a reasonable living, right? If you want to back our campaign, sign the petition. Also follow at Mr Tom Gray on Twitter and the hashtag Broken Record campaign.